Hey, girlfriends. Hey, girlfriend. Hola. Hola, mi amiga. All right. So today, really brief uh, revelation that I had after visiting two days in a row, a place that many L.A. natives and people who live here who've traveled long and far have heard about. It's called Santee Alley, right? I thought you were about to say Roscoe's. I was going to be like, girl, I knew that chicken was flaw. (laughs) Oh, nah. Yeah, nah. We ain't going to get on Roscoe's today. (laughs) Uh, Santee Alley. So there's this place. It's basically like swap meet vibes. Like everybody's selling different things from jewelry to fabrics to tank tops to, you know, anything. Right? Right. And as I was perusing through the different shops I was just thinking to myself how affordable it really is to be fly and how you don't have to go out of your way to wear excuse me um you don't have to go out of your way to shop like high-end to look high-end right Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of times, oftentimes than not, many of our girlfriends especially go above and beyond to live above our means. And you don't have to when there are places like Santee Alley, there are flea markets, there are thrift stores that have a lot of designer pieces or things that look similar to designer just because, I mean, obviously you want to invest in like quality pieces when you can. But um, my whole purpose of this revelation is to share with you that you do not have to live above your means to be fly and be fashionable. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of other ways that you can, you know, accessorize and make minimal looks look fabulous. And so I just want to encourage those out there to not feel so, and that goes along with like uh, how we shame ourselves for our bodies, for our appearance, for our hair, for our nails, all the things, just because someone else says that this is the way it's supposed to look like okay everybody got the tail fire and yes everybody wanted it and it was an affordable bag it's nothing wrong with the tail fire but i'm just saying like you don't have to get the tail fire just because everybody else got it mm-hmm. um you don't have to get prada shades just because your homegirl got prada shades like if you if you cannot afford those shades don't worry about it and there are plenty of other um shades available two for the 10 you can bargain you on up and bargain you on down and so I just want I mean bargain you on down um and they're gonna try to bargain you up but my point is that you know with skillful negotiation you too can be a fashionista like the rest of these bitches in Prada and Gucci Louis and all the things and you might even find somebody in Santee Alley that's selling the Louis the Gucci and all of the things because I definitely got me some new perfume Jimmy Choo and it is Jimmy Choo and it smells fabulous and I only paid $35 so a boot I love a good sale I love a good I I love a good steal I should say like Mm -hmm. I got some designer jeans from the thrift store from the Salvation Army up the street you know people just be giving away their stuff especially in like places like here you know where these rich folks buy all the time so they just give away their stuff at goodwill and salvation army i got some really expensive jeans for nine dollars all i'm gonna do is probably pay a couple more dollars get them hose dry clean maybe altered a little bit so they can fit my ass and boom you got you some designer jeans that regularly cost hundreds of dollars for nine dollars amazing i love a steal i just recommend and suggest to any of our girlfriends out there and guy friends out there to not feel the need to live above your means, Mm -hmm. live like the Joneses. It's no such thing. Like just do you and be fly on a budget. That's what's up. Um, I, I totally agree. It is a little tougher for some people 
Yeah. Um, just because, like, for me, like, being plus size, I can't go to the thrift store and find my size in anything because not many. Well, one is because people who are my size don't, when we get a piece, we, we hold on piece. to it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then also, a lot of smaller girls run to the thrift store and buy big oversized things so they can cut them up. Um, so it, it, I, you know, as far as accessories and things like that, definitely like you do not have to have no Prada shades. You do not have to, you can girl, you can go on down. If you want something maybe quality, if you want something mid range, you can go on down to the Warby Parker right. Lowell or something like that and get you a nice pair of shades for, you know, 95, you know, even 40, you know, a couple of dollars and stuff like or that. Or even like Depop where you can filter yeah. your sizes mm-hmm. and all of the things or what you're specifically yeah. Or there are plenty of other avenues um, where you can wear. I, I know a lot of people who don't like secondhand. So that's why yeah. I suggested Santi Alley, which does offer a variety of sizes for all sorts of women. I that's went great. with our good girlfriend, Ayana, and she was really thrilled to see that like some a lot of the boutiques had like a plus size section. Because she's kind of was explained to me that it's difficult for her to shop as well because she's in the middle. It's like yeah. some things that are plus size don't really fit. But then the average girl size don't really fit either mm-hmm. so it's like you in that really weird middle point yeah um but neither here nor there there were options um in mm-hmm. Santiago at a lot of those little boutiques now I don't know the quality of these things um you know this is my first time exploring this area but definitely if you're into you know getting like affordable fabrics even to make your own things um and like just little trinkets and things like that that are gold plated if you want to like jewelry or if you want the Indian fashions plenty to choose from so yeah absolutely step on down to Santee Alley when you step get here down there and for my my bigger girls I can say um because you know it's, it's tough bigger clothes are expensive are more expensive that's the really shitty thing about being fat is that people will try and upcharge you for trying to have clothes on your back <laughs> um and so you know there are avenues that you can go like I mean a lot of a lot of girls I know they shop at Fashion Nova and Fashion Nova occasionally does have some cute quality pieces I don't necessarily agree with their like business practices and how they go about you know copying designers of color but for some people that is the option you know what I'm saying um don't sleep on rainbow because that ain't nothing but Fashion Nova in store uh (laughs) like you know but you have you know we have Thankfully, we have way more options um, now than we did when I was growing up, where it was just really a source of like discomfort for me. And I felt like even as a young girl, I always looked very matronly, but that's because they we didn't have like stylish clothes options yeah you know what I'm saying so it's like you were forced to be like look like a little woman and you like I'm trying to be a girl (laughs) um I'm trying to be a teenager but yeah so ASOS is is an option that I really love um that's you know like you said is affordable you know that has a wide range of things at a wide range of prices Mm -hmm. um you can go and get like your mid your lower end or your lower price stuff the middle and then you know you have your stuff like it was one time I saw this dress on ASOS it was a hundred and some dollars and I legit messaged ASOS because that's really weak I contact us now the little message box wanted the dress look it's hot in here my glasses it's so hot in here I wanted the dress so bad and I started comparing the dress to another dress that was not the same price and I'm like but the fabric is the same the percentage I was like why is this no you did not you was on the like little contact me now little the message yes. box is this a mistake it must have been a typo because why 
either way, I say all that today. There, there are more options for us now. We have like, like I said, the Fashion Novas, the Pretty Little Things. Um, hell, Forever Twenty One be having a little, a little thing every now and then. You know, for the bigger gals, um, if you're trying to go that route, if you're trying to go for some things that are more quality, um, you have Eloquy, which you know, at first you might have sticker shop shock, but they have a sale every day. Um, you have places like Hanifa that offers plus size. You know, they go up to like a 2X, so it's not like crazy range. But, you know, for those of you who can fit in that, who want like that more designer look, then you can go that route. And there are plenty of other like brands and designers. But I totally agree with you um, that you don't have to like spend a coin to look. To look cute, period. You know, uh, in general, especially, you know, it's hard. Like, bro, it's hot. Girl. When I, I tell you, I give up. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm tired. You okay? It's been a long I day. Just, I just want to go to bed. Um, but yeah, so there there are options for us, thankfully. But it is going. It, it might cost a little more, but that's okay. We gonna work on that. We are as a for unit. sure, for sure. Well, hey, girlfriend. Hola. And we are back for another episode of Girlfriends Podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm E. Or E. Or Griselda Blanco. Or Griselda Blanco, as, <laughs> as my um, Zoom name says. Um, yeah, we're back for another episode of the podcast. Really excited to be with you all and a little tired, but it's fine. We're here and we hope that you're enjoying your day listening to this. Um, to start, I have a WCW this week. Um do you have a WCW this week? I do not. Okay, great. This is already WCW. I'm sure she's been on the list before in previous episodes. Um, Meg the Stallion was wrote a beautiful piece in the New York Times, right? Um, and the it was like an essay, damn near, but it was really good. She touched on a lot of different things, from you know mentioning uh, the late John Lewis, Senator John Lewis. She mentioned, hold on, let me get to it real quick, because um, I wrote some notes down. I really enjoyed the article a lot. I read it the first thing, first thing I read this morning, um, and it literally is an opinion piece uh, written by her that says uh, why I speak up for Black women. She of course touches on the things uh, related to the shooting. Um, she talked about more t- uh, maternal mortality rates, which is something that I told you I wanted us to touch on at some point with someone mm-hmm. who's skilled in that area. Uh, she mentioned a stat for transgender women. And just it was just like a really well-written article. And I just love and stand Meg the Stallion because she is such a role model for an yeah. educated Black stallion you know what i mean like I she's tall is. she's she's thick you know what i mean mm-hmm. she she's talented she's just multifaceted um and i just love that she's she really is just truly and authentically herself um as much as she can be publicly mm-hmm. um and yeah the the piece especially from the education perspective it's like you're really educated you really know what you're talking about and you read and you are willing to share that knowledge with other women and also inspire other women who may have dealt with something or felt like they were, you know, in a situation similar. It just, it, it touched me this morning. So yeah, period. I was, I was super happy to see that article, the, the article, especially with the times, I love the piece that accompanied it, you know, mm-hmm. that, that video, video. that they mm-hmm. did um, because she really did 
show every like facet and like intersection of black womanhood and I really did appreciate that from her but what can we expect from the Aquarian queen she's going to be inclusive she's going to be looking out for everybody because that's just how we do and you know don't roll your eyes because you know you love us I do I do love (laughs) y'all okay um but I just really consider Meg to be like a renaissance woman honestly because she is able to when I think of somebody like who can hold that title, I think of a person who is, is like you said, multifaceted and is able to hold her own in so many different places and spaces, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be able to flip, like, I mean, we can go back to her SNL performance. One minute it was Mm -hmm. shaking ass. It was the next minute, you know, Daniel Cameron is a bitch and protect black women. And um, I just, yeah, I, I love Meg. I stand Meg. I pray that she, you know, is continuing to heal. Um, and that, you know, she just sees all of the success and joy and peace possible out there for her because she deserves. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of her. And she mentioned Daniel Cameron bitch ass as well in the article. As she should. Um, so I was happy about as that she as well. Should. You know, he said or she reiterated he- it, I should say. Period. He said he what? He said it was completely unnecessary or something like that for her to mention him on Saturday Night Live, and I'm like, well, it's completely unnecessary for you to be a coon, but and not take are. action. But here you are, black but man. Here you are, and you finna get aired out. Thank God, because that juror said, no, this is some bullshit. <laughs> like we didn't even get a chance. We didn't even have the option to put charges on any of these officers because he did not place the option in front of us mm. you didn't hear about that Mm-mm. they had the grand jury and then one of the grand jurors sued <laughs> the the state to because they didn't to, get that option to release the tapes because he's like he's out here painting us out in the media like we just weren't going to charge these motherfuckers mm. and we that's didn't not even the case. Have, that's not the case you didn't even present us with the option to charge all we all we talked about in that grand jury session was you know the damage of property and you know all of the bullshit charges that they come came up with so um daniel cameron i wish you nothing but the worst and um you know i hope Thank that you, you know I just, yeah, just fuck you. I, I I just can't say too much more than that. One of these days you're going to realize that, you know, even though you do your, their dirty work, you're just as, you're still a nigga in their eyes. At the end and, of the day. You know, I, I hope that that day is a, a, a clarifying day for you. Um, and I hope that you know that when you try to come and run back to your people, we're going to send you right back where you came because the, the ultimate betrayal. Have a good one. Fuck Have a good day. You. Have a good day. Going back with them whites. But the thing, the thing is, what I've realized is karma is going to come and bite you in the ass at some oh, point. All the time. Tory Lanez, Donald Trump. Like, perfect example. All the time. Like, all yeah, time. you survived those couple years and you got through, you know, those few, you was up for a second but you know you can fall right on your ass if you're not careful that's why you got to treat people can, can you hear that when it comes no. up oh, okay great sorry um my like calendar things come up and I can hear it so I just want to make sure you didn't oh, yeah. but um yeah like 
when you do wrong or that, that's why I say, just try to live in your truth and try to be as good of a, right. Do you do wrong by me? Until you, Every, do, right by until me, you do right by me. That's what Everything you do is going to fail. Fail. Yeah. And it's not even just about me, but just like, you know, or like an individual thing. It's just really just like putting good into the world. You will get good out of it. Even if you feel, and I, I told uh, one of my best friends about this. You better morning. circle back to the word last week. What I say? What I say? I what said I... that nigga Trump don't put no good in the world, and that's why he ain't got no good back. <laughs> like facts. I didn't even. I look. I, I'm. I'm still soaking it in. Clearly. Listen. Um. But yeah, I. I feel like you know a lot of times, oftentimes, and not like when you're a good person you sometimes go through these like battles of things happening to you or struggles, you know, things happening to you. Mm -hmm. But when you don't see, um, you can't really enjoy uh, joy without that sorrow sometimes. And so some, so for the people out there who are like, well, I've been doing good. And like people like Trump and all these terrible people keep winning. It's like, where's my time? What's my time? Just know that their time is going to come. Mm-hmm. And yours will too. Okay. So you are exactly keep, where God wants you to be right now. Keep pouring, pouring, pouring good into the world. I promise it will come back to you tenfold. Mm-hmm. It will. It will. Amen. I just have to encourage somebody because I know somebody listening, like, damn, like, yeah, I know they terrible, but I'm just like, damn, the nice guys never win. They they always finish last. No. Not always. Not always. Everybody is gonna have their day. And sometimes, you know the the thing about life is sometimes you won't be able to see them go through that moment you know sometimes we we harp so much on getting the satisfaction like of seeing somebody go through some terrible shit you know no matter if they deserve it or not and sometimes we don't get to see that but they know they know when when they they know when it happens it's like damn 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 and when they reflect they're like okay I'm getting back what I, what I, you know, I'm reaping what I saw what I right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So that's mm-hmm. why you just like, when people do you wrong, um, you know, I, even for me, there was, there was a long time where I would want to, um, and even, I mean, I'm human. So even now to an extent, like, like with my old job, like how I was done so dirty and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to just, you know, be able to throw it back in their face and now we're sitting here in this pandemic and I'm employed and most of them are not and (laughs) I'm just like you know now it's like I can't you know for some for some of them I'm like damn that's really fucked up I'm 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 sad for you and for others I'm just sitting back like But but there's there's maturity and not reveling in people's pain. Yeah, this day. Um, unless you're Donald Trump, because please, please, um, unless you are, you know, responsible for you know the genocide essentially of hundreds of thousands of people. Um, him parading at that thing really pissed me off at that rally. Thing? He was oh, at a rally yeah. just like yeah. dancing. Yeah, like yeah, bro, what? You know. And I'm like just the min- millions of people who are, or thousands of people, hundreds who, how, whatever the count is, of people who are in that fucking audience, like just rallying around him, no mask, mm-hmm. like just out. Mm-hmm. I'm like y'all can all die. 
Not. I just got to throw the peace sign up because bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye. I hope that there are enough ventilators in the hospital wherever those people may end up. Um, because it's like you really went to Florida. You really went to like one of the worst places for this shit. And it's, I just, I just don't. And you thought like. I saw that little uh, metric. Uh, yes I was in Arizona I was was it Arizona that was so far up yes Arizona I heard that they had a really bad but I don't know why terrible Arizona has done so terribly with coronavirus like they've really been up there I honestly I mean they they Arizona is a, a staunchly a Republican state, so right. it does not surprise me because the whoever their leadership is has probably not put, been putting in putting things in place. Um, but it's interesting to me to see how Georgia was surpassed by so many other states, and mm-hmm. Georgia has been wide the fuck open. Yeah, and you know what well. I think about that. I think, um, and they've there was a discussion about this earlier in the pandemic. I want to say maybe around May or June um, that. Georgia and Florida it was a possibility that the those two states were not reporting correct numbers mm. um and that is honestly look as look who's our who our governor is I I do not believe a word that comes out of Brian Kemp's mouth ever at all this is the same man who said he did not know that people could uh carry the virus asymptomatically um after literally the cdc down the street had been down saying the for weeks that that's what the case was so um as far as georgia's numbers i think they are far worse than what they are reporting <laughs> um florida i think they are far worse than what they are reporting um and it's probably the case for a lot of other states right. um and you know what i mean I just can't like I can't even say that I can't wait for November 3rd because we're not going to get election election results on that night most likely um but I just I, I'm ready to I'm ready to for this to to be done it's bypass yeah yeah I'm ready for this yeah. to be done um but in great news um they accounted for over I want to say 80,000 on the first day of voting um in Georgia people, I don't know if it was a statewide. I, I was, I'm assuming so, I but actually, I don't even think so. I don't even think it was a Georgia. I just know that number was thrown out, and that was like a way higher than in 2016. Yeah, um, they so. say uh, 10 million people have voted so far nationwide, which is so maybe that was for just Georgia. In, an incredible number for just Georgia. I can actually give you the number right now. Um, Yesterday, there were 126,854 ballots cast uh, yesterday, and that was the first day of early voting, Um, which was crazy. The fact that people were waiting in line for 8, 11, you know, hours, you know, right. And it's, it's... I just I, I saw some reports out here that there were absentee ballots in the trash in Santa Monica um, that were found. Yeah, in the trash. Well, did- and so I'm hoping I went to my local post office right here. There are Hispanic and black people. I don't think that it would be the case for over here. That was in Santa Monica and it's mm-hmm. pure white 
and you know so mm-hmm. ain't no telling what type of fuckery they're doing but fuckery. <laughs> but over here in these parts they better have sent my motherfucking ballot off and i know when it arrives to georgia they better account for it because mm-hmm. i was very strategic i made sure that i did everything cross my t's dot my, dot my eyes mm-hmm. like i looked and really um took an account for it. this damn fly you don't get the fuck sorry um i but hate mess that ain't the that ain't the fly that was on uh on pence, uh, pence. Uh-uh. child you know it was a fly on that white woman they trying to get I in the see. Supreme Court today I see. <laughs> they said this may not be the same fly it probably is first of all it means that y'all stank. it means that y'all stank and y'all need to take a bath if you got flies landing on you and just staying and chilling out clearly whole... it's something I'm, clearly no, it's that's something some, about that's your our musk. ancestor that's our ancestor sis that yeah that that very well could be definitely you know on a conspiracy theory tip open up your third eye um i'm ready i'm ready i believe that the fly is a robotic tool oh made and created by b613 to implant a chemical toxin uh-huh i can't even finish i'm literally shit. listening to like <laughs> Yeah, and no, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> this is not that it's not one of them podcasts. I promise y'all, it's we really not. not. It's we really not. not. On that. I know I said I was an Aquarius earlier, but I am not the conspiracy theorist Aquarius. That is not a part of my ministry. I very much believe in facts that can be proved. Yeah. Um, the yeah. only conspiracy I believe in is the fact that Tupac is really alive and he's down in Cuba, Cuba chilling with his auntie. Um, I truly well, I can happily report that I did not see him. Of course, you I didn't went. see him because once they started letting niggas come down there, he probably said, "Yo, I really gotta stay low now." Shit, he was dead, girl. Because if he was alive, I'd be on that. Let's <laughs> go on it. Let's do it. Ride it. <laughs> my pony that's what they want you to think they want you to think he did let me stop here she go y'all i'm the conspiracy theorist i thought (sighs) no you are (laughs) you are (laughs) well they said that aliens (laughs) all right um so moving along um from all of the things shout out to our wcw this week for sure meg the stallion um for using her voice and her platform to really highlight um and show love to black women yes Yes. Yes. so what you been on well 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 um for music i really just been in a jazzy type space i I saw (laughs) really how you sent me something oh yeah i forgot about that child um but yes i've been in the jazzy space um the first thing uh that i'm gonna bring up today is uh an ep called light and shadow and it's by an artist named nate smith um my mama put me on to this nice shout out to barb um she actually saw this on jill scott's instagram and once she told me that like jill scott had posted i'm like this just makes so much sense because it sounds you know um like something that she would be a part of or that she would like you know Mm um or that she would sing on and yeah it's a really dope ep it's only five tracks but if you're a person that just loves music that encompasses all you know instruments strings winds you know everything like that i definitely suggest you listen it's it's um 
it'll really put you at peace. Um, there are some features. I think this is James Fauntleroy that's on this uh, on here. Nice. I, I love him. Listen, I, get into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and Sounds then from it. there, uh, because Apple Music has just vastly improved and, you know, does the thing that Tidal does and starts playing similar songs after you're done with one thing. Am really? I just, am I getting a beta uh, Apple? No. They, you're they, getting... They brought that in on iOS 14, I swear. Oh, that's probably why yeah. I haven't updated my phone because I don't have no storage. Girl, delete them pictures. Um, Every time I delete photos, they'd be like, still no storage. So I'm like, why am I deleting the photos? Might as well just keep them. Is, are the, is, is it the photos that's taking up the most space? That's what it says. Oh, no, that might be on my computer. On my phone, I think it was the apps, and so I started deleting the app. Maybe mm-hmm. probably like a combination of both. And so mm-hmm. then I started deleting the apps, and then I start, and then it did like a thing where you have to like download, like it's it's stored on iCloud. So every time mm-hmm. you want to open something, it'll like have to re-download or whatever. So yeah. none of my apps were like officially on my phone, and so I'm like, okay, well that would at least save space. But it, it, nothing was enough to actually mm-hmm. download the new update. But I, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure Got it. Out. Yeah, no worries. Um, another thing that I've been listening so from that, um, I found a couple songs that I was really feeling. Uh I don't I think this group's name is is Threk. I'm not sure. Um mm-hmm. and the album is called Fork. But uh the third song on the album is called Tea Time. Um, and that's just a really nice, a nice groove. Nice. Um there's also uh change of tone and this is by uh or this i think this is who is this r and r equals now which is like robert glasper and a bunch of other folks the album is called collegically speaking um robert glasper that that's a name that speaks for itself you should already know what type of time he on Uh, um and then i have uh kyle's dance by uh meta musica um it's on the album called the funky knuckles and that's a nice a nice funky little groove too so if you're looking for something jazzy uh check those tunes out i love it um but yeah love it that's what i got Okay, so kind of keeping it on that pathway to start. This girl, Wallet, uh, I'm assuming that's how you say her name, is W-A-L-L-E-T-T-E. She has an EP that just came out, Trusting the Process. And I really like the whole thing. It's six songs, um, but mainly really five songs, like an intro and an outro. Uh, like Here I Am, though, the third track is a really nice soothing her voice is very soothing um still along the lines of like r&b and soul not quite jazz but um like that track um rome 96 i'm sure i've mentioned music to you all from him he just came out with a song called my whole life and it's like contemporary r&b so not quite like soulful but definitely giving you like a peaceful vibe mm-hmm. um and then this song has been on motherfucking repeat Buster Rhymes and Anderson Pac have a song out called you I don't know if I mentioned it last week or not, or not but I'm gonna mention it again because I keep listening to it and it's fire it's called you why you 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 and no one would have thought Buster Rhymes and Anderson Pac would be on a song together but I really fuck with it yeah. and allegedly Buster Rhymes from a New York journalist that I follow, a music journalist that I follow, um, that the Buster Rhymes album is fire. So Ooh. that should be on the way soon. And I really fuck with Buster. Like he actually has another song with Trippy Red called I Got You, mm-hmm. um, which is also not necessarily 
a collaboration that you would have seen. But the fact that Busta Rhymes is still able to get on a track with a relevant artist and be his authentic self, but also provide, you know, what you need from a song today is really dope and entertaining. And I love that. So shout out to Busta Rhymes. Um, That's really all I have this week in terms of new music. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, As far as television is concerned. I've still just been on my girlfriend's binge. I'm almost finished. I've gotten past. Yeah, I know you're done. I got past the, at this point, um, Tony and Todd are trying to work it out. Um, (laughs) uh, William and Joan are finally over. Thank God. Wasn't that a rough patch of episodes? It was just like, it's just so forced. So they they never had sex. Oh no! Okay, so they do have sex. Okay, because I was like, I thought that they did. Like, because I was like, I thought that they did, but I'm on the part where she's like, they were trying so hard and just like didn't happen. Um. And Lynn is just so funny, bro. Like, she is really a character. I, I realize again why she was so funny to me, or, or yeah. like one of my favorite characters to begin with, because she just be like in her own little world, just in her own fucking yeah. little world. Um, just mooching, just. Just mooching and living her, her yeah. best life, child. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm there in Girlfriends. I really would love to get back into Lovecraft Country, but unfortunately, my HBO plug. I, something always goes wrong and I just be like I can't yeah so that's non-existent but I am gonna start on um power because I clearly missed the the wave for that yeah um and you have time it's not coming back until December so December yeah um I'm assuming that that bitch COVID came through and ruined that for us um what power yeah um because it was literally only like four episodes so i know they didn't come into this saying i'm gonna put on put out four episodes and then stop until december like right right right. that, that screamed covid to me so yeah yeah um hate that for them though because they had some good momentum um you know we were really getting you know Tariq had really got himself into a sticky situation and now we're just at the just that peak but that's good that um people are gonna be still excited to see it during like christmas time winter time yeah exactly um but i have been watching lovecraft country again still surprised um that i have been able to watch this show because in the nighttime in the nighttime at that um i am very much a wimp so uh lovecraft this week was just it I heard was, it was good. It was so good. I mean, every episode is good. Um, but this episode, um, and, and shout out to our guy friend Jeremiah. He brought up on Twitter the fact that there was no like true horror in this episode because the horror was the crimes against black people like this week. Um, and I'm I'm just gonna tell it. Um but this week, uh, well, last week we, because I didn't really talk about last week because you and Keepside hadn't seen it. Um, but last week they were, um, I'm sorry, let me let me remember what the hell happened last week. Diana, who is, yes, last week, Emmett Till's death, um, which was, is a phenomenal 
Easter egg <laughs> in that show. Like, you know, the fact that we see him throughout the series as Diana's friend and they're calling him Bobo, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, these little things where they're playing around with, with the Ouija board in the basement. He's saying, oh, how's my trip going to go? And the Ouija board is like, not good. <laughs> like, mm. he said, well, is my trip going to go well? And the Ouija board said, no. Um, Sheesh. Yeah, like things like that. And then so we start last week's episode off at his funeral um, and seeing people's reaction to that coming out of that church and that open casket service, you know, and seeing his his face the way that it was um, and seeing people truly be like sick to their stomachs and just distraught at the whole situation um, and just really grappling with the same things, the same things that we grapple with today when those things happen, you know, to our young girls and boys, um, unfortunately and just thinking like this is just a child um right. and you know I love that they the episode was focused on D because you'd never get to you know I think the last time we really got to hear from like a friend of someone you know of a kid that has you know experienced that unfortunate death was uh was Trayvon Martin's friend uh and, I, and her name just literally left my, I don't remember. my brain her name they put her on the stand and people were ripping her apart because uh she could not or not she that she could not but she, she was, couldn't hold herself together right she, she wasn't the she wasn't um the best she she wasn't I don't want to say that what, what word how can I say this she um as far as public speaking yeah she she, well, she was not the best speaker I want to I really want to find this girl's name, Trey. But even uh, still, yeah, it's like I'm dealing with the death of my. Yeah, head. it's hard she, to talk. That's just, she couldn't hold herself together. Really. Exactly, she was on the phone with him when this all happened. Right, um, Rachel Jontel, yes, um, and she was torn apart in the media because they were saying, "Oh, she's not well spoken" and all this other stuff, and you know. Um, there was a lot of uh, fat phobia there because she was a bigger girl and you know it was just a lot of crazy things but you know we we never get to see how the friends of these kids deal with the fact that their friend right, just their friend fucking died you know what I'm saying and so that episode was really Diana grappling with the fact that her friend just died her best friend at that just died um, and then you know coming off the previous episode where Hippolyta she goes um and you know gets sucked up into this time machine and like rediscovers herself as a woman and the boss bitch and shit like that um and at the end of that episode we see that you know one of Diana's comic books that she always would make for her dad when he would go out on uh, guide trips and that he she did end up making for Hippolyta when she went out on that trip uh, that was found at the scene so that led the police back to Diana unfortunately and they put a fucking spell on my bitch that's where them pickaninnies came from them dancing pickaninnies um, mm -hmm. and they and they really had my sis down bad um, the police the spell that they put on her because he spit on her and with his spit she could not tell people what the fuck was going on. So these pickaninnies were haunting her. Right. And she couldn't tell, like, she couldn't say, Letty, watch out. This is behind you or this is what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like they really, mm. they silenced her um, wow. and then tortured her, you know, cause wow. nobody could see these things, but her. Right. Um, and so then at the end of that episode, we deal with like, 
you know, she again, black, black women, black girls, always resourceful. She leaned back on her talent and she said, if I can't tell anybody what's going on, I'm gonna draw it out. So she just starts drawing it out before she has like her showdown with the Piccaninnies Mm -hmm. um, and they, you know, get her and she passes out. And so then that brings us to this episode where now she's cursed and they're trying to figure out how to break this curse off of her. Mm. Um, And so in order to do that, they need the book of names, the book that they have been speaking about for the entire series. Um, We know that in the present day that this show is happening, the book of names does not, you know, it's not they can't get it you know it's nowhere to be found so they Mm -hmm. have to go back in time and that's where the real horrors of this episode come from because they have to go back in time to tick's mother's house in tulsa oklahoma at the time of the tulsa massacre Mm. and so we see the horrors in montrose who is tick's dad having to relive the most traumatic time of his life (laughs) And and when they first went, I said, now, why the hell did y'all bring him with y'all? Like, why? They almost had no choice because again, Tick and Letty, they're not from that time. They don't don't even know. They never even been to Tulsa. They don't know what the hell. They don't know where to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they had to bring him, unfortunately, but just seeing him relive that trauma all over again, you know, was just so horrible. Seeing how these people, Black people have truly been through so fucking much like me and my mother were talking about this episode last night and she was just like I still can't stop thinking about that episode and we were both trying to find the words and I was like there are no words there are no words for the things that our people have been put through in this country and you know we were just talking about the whole thing and I was just like you think that they would get tired you know like because all it is is people breaking us down for us to build ourselves back up to be broken back down again and then it's just a vicious cycle Cycle, you know what I'm saying and it's just it's funny because you know Joe Biden's whole uh slogan is build back better and I'm like we've been building back better and better and better all of our fucking lives like and still we get shitted on like and still we rise and I can't wait for the day where we can when we where we don't have to be broken down to prove how great we are you know what i'm saying right right um and you know just to know that like that was a thriving black area in oklahoma like millionaires and that i saw something on twitter um where i get all my news clearly um where there were like i've heard of some of the other massacres Mm -hmm. that happened you know but there's so like there's one in pretty yeah. much every state that has happened yeah. over the course of history where we'll go to another place, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and try to build there. And then you just burn that shit down, bomb yeah. that shit, create this virus, do this. It's like, mm-hmm. leave us the fuck alone. Like nobody's hurting you by like, it's so crazy how intimidated white people are of black people specifically because they feel it's all that guilt too it's just like you're all your white guilt so you feel like well if we allow them to get any further they're gonna tear us down then we won't okay. have it and I saw a great video actually recently about this white man or this white man speaking about how like his wild white counterparts are wrong for feeling a type of way when uh, about not having white culture essentially 
Um, he was like, we don't have white culture. And the reason why black people have black culture is because they literally were stripped of their own culture. So they right. created what, you know, right. A, 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 or they have, they do have a culture of being oppressed. Yeah. So that is all the things that came of that poor, being impoverished, drugs, the culture, that culture, you know what I mean? Came from you all oppressing us in order to, for us to like, try to build something of ourselves it's so interesting so crazy but that's the first time i ever seen a white man really explain it that way to where it was like mm -hmm. you understand you get it mm -hmm. there's some there's somebody who understands why you don't really have like a set space exactly, exactly. um yeah yeah I and know. i mean honestly they're so they're and it's like white americans yeah y'all absolutely do have no culture <laughs> um but well, that's what he was speaking of he was like i mean you could be german or irish yeah. or you know but other yeah. than that yeah that's, that's what i'm saying but the problem with that is and and this was explored on um i think it was a food a, a show that I, I talked about a couple a while ago with uh padma lakshmi it's on hulu it's called like uh, taste the nation mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she had an like episode about i love that show i might have to rewatch um she had an episode about german food and she was talking to the young man in milwaukee that owned the restaurant that she was at and he was saying talking about how his uh family they had to assimilate because the american white folks were over here uh you know basically you know just being them being racist but that's your culture racism is 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 your culture right? is white americans culture because y'all have perpetuated it throughout time consistently, consistently. <laughs> every everywhere yeah and and they had to because they were white they you know were able to blend in and you know not speak the language and you know all of those things they were able to remove themselves from all the things that would make them german that would make them you know irish that would make them italian to blend in with you know and not be crucified or treated horribly you know, in the eyes of white Americans. And so it's like, had y'all had y'all held on to that? Because there are a lot of, is there is so much privilege in knowing where you come from. You know what I'm saying? You like, and, and that's just on a every level. I mean that for everybody, Nigerian, like, you know, any, if you can identify the exact country, place, city, you know, down to the tribe where you came from, I'm so envious. Because it's something that I've never been able to do. And I don't necessarily feel comfortable swabbing my mouth and giving it to somebody to test. But, you know, um, and, but one day and I even probably, still, when right. you do that, it's like, okay, but then from there, where do I go? Like, right. I don't know exactly. my family. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So if, if those people were able to hold on to those values like they should have, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, all still white. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the crazy thing. White people was racist against white people for not being from America. Like, that's wild to me. Um, that's why I say that's y'all culture. That's y'all culture. Um, it's just yeah. this elitist, you know, yeah. mentality. That's all yeah. it is. And it's, and so it's crazy. like black folks don't need that because we already know we're the we're the one. We're yeah. that we're we are the top two tier. And the three. Right. So gone somewhere. Yeah. Um it was a it was a phenomenal episode. They had a scene where the white people was looted and I said, Ain't that about a bitch? You come to the black neighborhood to loot. Cause you knew we was on. 
knew it. You knew he was on. It's, That's it's crazy. It's crazy. It was I. You know, if you're able, and I can, well, I don't. I don't know the status of that right now. If I'm, um, but if if you're able to catch up on Lovecraft, I highly. I would love to. Yeah, I would love um, to. I'm just, I, you know, I'd be. Yeah. I I gotta make make it do what it do, and exactly. not, you know. So, I had a great plug too. It was perfect because I was watching. Every I was watching everything on HBO. I was watching that. Oh Damn. no, P Valley came on Stars. I that still was, have the Stars. I started it. I'm not. I haven't even finished though, like the first. It's episode. so good, bro. Yeah, that's a good to, show. I have to watch, but I already love like certain. Like I already love Uncle Clifford, and you know, so good. I love his um, character. Yeah, so I'm excited to keep going with that. I'm also very excited on the flip side. Speaking of white people uh, with no culture, the perpetuators of all of this, uh, the British. Oh, I'm the super crown. excited about the Crown coming back on um, because that now place. we're getting to the good mess. Okay, we're getting to the Diana chapter of things, um, and. Honestly, if you have not watched The Crown, I started it a while ago. If you're not in the historical dramas, I feel bad for you because it's really great. And ne- what? Oh, I thought that was a bird. It was a bird. Um, and Netflix uh, has invested a coin into the show. But I mean, mm-hmm. I, I realize now and learning more about the industry, those types of shows do require a pretty penny because of the accuracy costume. that you have to. Exactly. The costume. And even just down to paying the actors. My cousin was telling me this. Like, if you want an actor to be in a period piece and they have to look like something that they don't normally look like, Mm-hmm. For an extended period of time, mm-hmm. their pay has to reflect that. But what do you mean look like? Like so say in terms of their body or what? Like Yeah, or yeah. So you know, if you're okay, so say this is like a, a 70s period piece and, and you're telling somebody, okay, we need you to be shagged out, grow your hair out, grow your beard out, you know, like really authentic, like that costs money. Like they're gonna charge for that. As they should. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they're just, you know, or you need to, or especially to like portray another person if you got to gain weight, you know, or something like that, or lose it, or, you know, just change anything about your physical appearance. To um, get into that character. To That's get true. into that yeah. character that requires more money on the actor's part, um, like to be paid to the actor. So I say right. all that to say the crown is phenomenal. And I'm very excited. Last season, we ended with the Queen not letting Charles marry Camilla, um, who is his his wife now. Fast forward all these years, um, she would not let him marry her because Camilla had already been married um, and divorced, and that was a big no no. And you know, they just wasn't really fucking with her. Also, because Camilla was a commoner, she was not of royal right right you know pedigree or anything like that. Um, and so yeah, and Camilla was also a hot girl out here. She was really playing. that's what I was about to say. She yeah. was out here probably. She was uh, out here. She was uh playing Charles. She had Char- she, you know, had a whole prince and she had a nigga on the side too. Is the drama we love it. Yeah, the, the theatrics. Yeah. So now we bring Diana into the mix and we already know how that how that goes. The table is about to get shook. I'm very excited. Exciting. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I don't really oh. have anything else for. Oh, 
something I else? started watching the first episode of Woke and yeah, it's definitely weird. I watched it while I was redacted and my God, I had to cut that off because I said I'm too redacted for this. Uh, I gotta come back. Yeah, I didn't even regular. Touch, I ain't even touched that again. Yeah, I'm redacted or not. I ain't touched um, that again. Yeah, because <laughs> I was just like, it's just weird. It got weird. Like, even I was talking to my friend about it, and he was just like, Yeah, it just got really weird. Like, I got into more of the show, like trying to watch the rest of the season. Cause they got plenty ads of like they really market yeah. the show well. Yeah. And I'm happy for the actors, you know what I mean, that are in mm-hmm. it. But I just can't, I, I don't know about that. It ain't yeah. my cup of tea. But neither here nor there. Um I'm gonna finish girlfriends and then girlfriends. Yeah. <sighs> um, what else has been going on, bro? Man. I don't know, man. <laughs> I've just been trying to. Uh, yeah. Keeping my head above water. <laughs> make it away when I can. Temporary lay on. Good time. Easy credit ripple. Good times. Good times. Hanging in a jowler. Good times. Hey, we lucky we, we got, got it. it. Good times. Yeah. Oh, shit. I missed it. Oh, look at my shirt. Yeah. Oh, yes. Period. Approved apparel. Cop you one. That's such a cute shirt. Nice and white quality. It's, it's very quality. The fabric is very soft against my skin. Um, It's not irritating at all. Um, If I move my wig out the way, I am divinely protected on the back. Y'all can't see it. But just know. Just know. I got angels, angels watching, watching her back. Period. period. And they black. And they black because we need deserve to see our heavenly selves. Amen. Do, do. so proud of you, sister. Um, Thank really you. Really love it. Love the packaging. Thank you. You know, it's yeah. Y'all go, y'all go support us. Yes. Shout out to Morgan, our girlfriend Morgan, yes. um, who was featured on our show. She helped with the design for this, and she's helping with my next design that's coming out winter 2020. So definitely be on the lookout for that. We got long sleeve shirts, joggers, and face masks coming up soon. Come on, joggers, okay? The joggers they, gonna go crazy, and they not gonna be in September like Sheree said, okay? Period. These not no she. These not these not she by Sheree. This is definitely not she by Sheree. Okay. okay, don't do that. We do quality approved apparel over here, okay. honey. Um, but yeah, I'm happy that you enjoy it. I'm happy that all of you that have ordered enjoy it. But please keep those sales coming. Share with a friend if you can. Yes. Have have your sugar daddy buy you one. Real nice, real nice. Real nice. Yeah, I don't have anything else. That's my my small black business uh, this week. Sorry for the. For the lack of things to talk about but you know we be talking anyway so exactly. catch us on on the social medias exactly um yeah because we be talking a lot um, oh we didn't get into the glacier boy uh discussion this that people are sending out these snowflakes 
across the internet and in folks dms as if they had i ain't getting no snowflakes so neither clearly. did i sis neither did i <laughs> i didn't get not now snowflake in my dm okay. um but it has been funny to see the how it started and how it ended photos um screenshots as you know well. we you know what we did not touch on last week and i'm gonna tell you how this all connects because i think this person should be next in line for it we never talked about the mcdonald's collaboration oh yeah we didn't we never got week. back to it yeah and we are we already know the travis scott meal uber popular you know y'all were out here stealing fucking uh in-store merch off the windows and shit uh just doing the, the fucking most, posters doing the most behind stormy daddy um and uh and you know now jay balvin has his meal um i honestly i really like the idea you know i feel it's it's McDonald's low cost way of repackaging shit that they already already made. have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know, getting you niggas to buy it. So yeah. I just I disagree. I don't like it just for the simple fact of you know highlighting. I mean, Travis Scott's audience is a little different. Most of his audience are little white boys. Yeah. So I don't care about the little white boys eating a McDouble and a quarter pounder or whatever it is. However, like a Jay Balvin audience and typically, a tra- I mean, even a Travis Scott audience, um, you know, are black and brown folk. And mm-hmm. I just feel like we don't need to be eating that shit. Um, nobody should really be eating that shit. But, you know, mm-hmm. if you have an occasional McDonald's, is fi- McDonald's meal is fine. But I just know like we were we grew up on that shit and we're fine. Um but we're not like a lot of people are getting breast cancer at a younger age. Like I saw this girl today. Um, she beat it. Thank God. Um, on Twitter, I saw that she had tweeted, I guess, back in August, like I'm 26 years old and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And then today she re- or quoted herself and said, you know, I, I'm 26 year- years old and I beat breast cancer. So mm-hmm. I, I just say that to say it's, it's from our eating. It's the things that we've been putting in our bodies for years that our parents have been putting in their bodies for years and that we've conditioned ourselves to be okay with. And not to say like, I'm like this, you know, pro or super healthy person. Cause I'd be eating like trash too, but I just want us to do better. And I feel like an advertisement like that, or like a partnership like that should be a little bit more strategic though. Get the bag. Cause I know McDonald's was definitely yeah. threw them a large bag. And I think the coolest thing about it was the merchandise. Yeah. Um, that went along with it. That was the coolest thing to me, you know, like that they were able to use the McDonald's branding and kind of mm-hmm. like I- implement their own stuff, um, especially for someone like Travis Scott. Like I thought it was tight. I'm not a huge Jay Balvin fan, but even for him, that was cool to see, you know, like him hop on the bandwagon and also for Travis Scott to be the first one to do yeah. it. Um, so it was definitely historic and that's what's up. But I just I just don't want people like to kill themselves that's all absolutely um and i totally understand what you're saying but there's also choice in everything um you don't have to go you you don't have to go and get the meat to travis scott meal um you know like you don't have to go and get the j balvin meal you don't have to go eat mcdonald's at all um and i think you know that's where it comes like it's you know people have tried to sue mcdonald's for oh you made me fat and it's like no nobody made you go to mcdonald's and Facts. go buy fucking mcnuggets every day <laughs> like that's true. you know um even you know there there are it's it's a choice um that's true that's true you know i don't unless you know you are extremely strapped for cash you know i don't see 
you saying uh i have to go to mcdonald's today like mcdonald's is my only only option yeah you know uh, unless and um, even still mcdonald's be kind of pricey when you think about it yeah i mean you got the dollar menu but like mcdonald's get kind of pricey that's why i'm like you can really go to the grocery store and 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 get food for cheaper but it's convenient Mm -hmm. Like, mm. I understood why we growing up ate yeah. that shit because our parents were working all the time. Like, it was just a convenient thing to stop at McDonald's. Like, nobody was, it, was talking shit about McDonald's in the 90s like that. Right. Okay. That was the place to be. Get it you was a happy a cool meal. Place. Get you a yeah. happy meal. They had all the good toys. They had way better toys than Burger King, you know, um, with the exception of them watches and shit. Now, when Burger King had them, them, them regrets. Yeah, I went shit, straight no. to Burger King. Oh, I hated okay. their food, but I was all there. Right, what are I you said, saying? Please put a mighty meal, okay, in front of me for the watch. Only. For the watch. Um, <laughs> That's so But true. yeah, they, they had the partnership with Disney. So like during the disney renaissance they had all of the the disney toys like mcdonald's was just the spot you know so it it hasn't been until you know within the past like you know 15 or 20 years where folks have just really been like uh mcdonald's and they've seen that and that's why their sales have declined the way they had that's why they've had to close restaurants and still they're on top still they're like you know one of the biggest um you know most recognizable chains in the world um so yeah i i like it i think it was a great way for them to say instead of saying let okay let's bring travis scott in and then we got to do all of this testing and get in the kitchen to come up with a whole brand new thing you know what i'm saying because they're all they're not doing well financially you know what i'm saying so everybody was like oh well why is it just you know i I get my my double whatever with cheat with lettuce all the time and it's like yeah okay that's the point (laughs) like now we calling it something right now we've done put somebody else's name on it and you know we bundling it up and giving it to you for six dollars and you know maybe that'll encourage you to go get a burger t-shirt or something like that i don't know um but i say all that to say who i think should have a mcdonald the next collab should be sweetie sweetie yeah oh yeah because she had made that uh big yes. back thing yeah, yes. yeah that would yes. that would be ideal yeah yes. like, well her team need to get on it or hire us on it. okay Icy girl listen um because i've grown to really like sweetie um in this this year um you know her music I, i'm still looking for something original from her that's but... it that's all i want is one original song yeah one original song and i'll be okay but i like sweetie as a person yeah her, look, her like energy yeah, exactly. uh, for sure but other than that like i just want a original song if, exactly. if i could get her if you're an artist and you call yourself an artist like i just want you to have one song that's yours mm-hmm. and not saying i mean all her songs are hers but you understand what i'm saying like no, no samples. samples no samples yeah yeah Please, no just one like- song Beautiful girl, beautiful gown. You beautiful know what I mean? girl, beautiful gowns. Super funny. The little Birkin Brat Brat. The Birkin Brat thing, hilarious. Yo, a one, a one talent. Screaming, like, she's I hilarious. She, I can yeah. see her getting into like you know shows and things mm-hmm. like that, like 100%. being on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and but I definitely think she should be next up. Um, for the McDonald's collab, for sure. One because she's a woman and she eats McDonald's, and so far it's, it's just been Jay Balvin and Travis Scott. Like, right. and you know, if we're gonna keep that same energy and continue to put money in the pockets of uh, black, and brown, black and brown people, then um, here is a, a black woman who clearly loves mcdonald's um, 
Because what does she call it? Like a mixed slutty or something like that? Like, I don't know. Wow, but but Quavo was like, you don't have to eat that, baby. <laughs> no, that's... I will order you some food. I honey. feel like he said that to her more than once because he said for that sure. when she did the ramen in the fucking uh, with the hot Cheetos. Yeah. She just she just a rat from Sacramento. Yeah. I got cousins like that. I do. I already know. I know exactly who she is. I've yeah. met her before. <laughs> that's the type. So. She the type. Nah, yeah, I, that I agree with that. Next up, my yeah. McDonald's meal. It wouldn't be nothing to run home about either. Shit. Ten now piece, listen. Let me tell you about nugget. this. Let me tell you about the McChicken with the cheese and the bacon. I don't do that no more, but that hoe, remember we used to eat them in high school? Okay, college. So, uh, what's his name put me on to that? He don't need to be mentioned on the podcast, but yeah, um, of our former band director, yeah. uh, but is the one who put me on to that. Not yeah, lie. yeah, I've, I've, yes. I've done that a time or two, but yeah, um, no. I mean, 10-piece nugget, sweet sour sauce. Now, if I had a McDonald's meal, I would be asking McDonald's to bring back the sweet chili sauce for the one time. Ooh, the sweet chili sauce was fine. That was the superior sauce. Like, I don't understand why you can't let us have nice things. Um, But I'm not even going to fucking lie to y'all. You know, the fries at McDonald's are still elite. They still have a monopoly on that. It's nobody else's fries that's hitting on McDonald's fries. Um... And that's just it is. Yeah, you keep them hoes in your car long enough, they're gonna be hitting oh, still. Yeah, that they're definitely <laughs> reheat them and they'll be fine. <laughs> when they hot and well salted. Okay, listen, don't act like you, you never. I've definitely it. had a okay. few in my lifetime. Okay. I'm just trying listen. to avoid it as much as no, possible. No, definitely, definitely. I I'm Have not gonna. Had- now I'm tempted. We've been talking about blah, 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 blah. I love, I'm loving it. I'm no like, lie. I do love it. No lie. About two weeks ago, I went because you know they put out the spicy McDungus, and I'm a, a nigga uh-huh. connoisseur. So I was like, well, well, I'm going to see about it. How were they? Let me, you know, because I saw people like, oh, these are better than Wendy's spicy nuggets. And I'm like, well, that's a that's a serious claim. Um, because Yeah, because Wendy's nuggets are and chicken is superior to me. Period. Because I mean, Chick-fil-A real- chicken. Right. Chick-fil-A okay. chicken, obviously. But yeah. like in terms of a nugget. Now, have you done a thing at Chick-fil-A? So this Sarah Jakes Roberts put me onto this on her podcast. Nice. Okay. Um. At Chick-fil-A, she says she gets a spicy chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. You get the Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm-hmm. Or the spicy chicken sandwich with cheese mm-hmm. and bacon. So basically, same thing at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But just at Chick-fil-A, no mayo, no lettuce. Mm-hmm. And you put Chick-fil-A sauce on it. Mm-hmm. That's a That's blessing. it. It's a blessing, right? <laughs> I think there. you did mention that to me before. It's but I, I can't do the bacon. I can do, a, do the cheese and chicken. And yeah. sauce. Yeah, I haven't, but it's all about choices. Like, I haven't really, you know, do I go to Chick-fil-A often? Absolutely. But now I find myself going to Chick-fil-A and I get the little cool wrap. Or I get, you know, a nice salad. You know, I'm waiting on them to bring back the chicken tortilla soup so I can get into that. Oh, that should be bussing. Bussing! You loud. I'm sorry. I need them to know. Okay, This is clearly called chicken. Um, Fresh we lettuce, do. three cheeses, ranch dressing. <laughs> ranch dressing. Wrapped up in a... Wrapped up 
open up. Every day I sit up here and think about how we really could have let Mary live on that commercial. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. We could have let Mary live. Now that commercial way, is top tier. The way niggas were going hard for them Popeye's chicken sandwiches. It had the nerve to be upset with Mary. Mary. For getting her coin for telling us what's in the new chicken wrap? <laughs> what's in the new chicken wrap? <laughs> That commercial is a classic. Okay. What's in the new chicken wrap? <laughs> Crispy chicken, fresh lettuce, three cheeses, ranch dressing, wrapped up in a, wrapped up in a flower. Because she had to specify it's Tortilla. not corn. It's, it's flour. flour. Just in case y'all needed to know. Like, I hope Crispy it's not corn. chicken, wrapped in a, wrapped up I love the wrap. Okay, listen. Y'all could have let Mary live. I'm done. Um, So this has been a great episode about chicken. Uh, Crispy chicken. Crispy chicken, specifically. (laughs) Crispy chicken. I'm loving it. Um, (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So um, there are a few small businesses that you can support. uh, Approved Apparel being that bitch. um so definitely you guys go cop the collection i think there was one other uh, business that i wanted oh great you can support um my my hairstylist person that i go to for all things hair excuse me laura was holding in that burp like trump was holding in that cough um so done so done but yes uh my hairstylist shade renee um she truly takes care of me in every avenue from my natural hair to you know the wig that is atop my hair right now please apologize i'm apologizing for the adjustment that i made a little bit earlier it just is it's hot in here okay (laughs) it's hot in here and it it is what it is y'all know y'all already know like and it's a glueless situation so i could adjust if i want to it looks fabulous it gives me the freedom and that's what i I love love. you know is she can go and give you the instagram hair but she can give the everyday girl you know hair that she can manage on her own and i appreciate her for that she has hair oil i got it right here it's had my list it's gone you should repeat what you said because you were away from them (laughs) i'm sorry what is this that you're presenting this is the, the Rose Relief Serum. This is her hair, like, growth oil. It's super nice. dope. Um, nice. And it's it's done wonders on my hair. She's now turned that into a shampoo and conditioner line, nice. you know, which is, like, so dope. I was asking her, you know, when I got my hair done a couple weeks ago, I'm like, Sit, like, how? Like, how, how does one begin to create shampoo? You know what I'm saying? And, and she was telling me all about the process of her, you know, going to chemists and eventually finding, you know, a company that would, you know, all she had to do is tell them the formulation and then create it for her. And I'm just so proud because, you know, Sade was doing hair back in the towers at Howard. And now, wow, you know, look at where she's at now, a whole businesswoman, a whole entrepreneur. So um, again, her name um, on Instagram is Sade Renee, S-H-A-D-A-E-R-E-N. E-E. Um, nice. and you know if you're in Atlanta she is taking some appointments here and there now um, if you're able to get in but I mean it's, it's not just wigs and everything she does phenomenally on natural hair she does um, she literally is the only person I trust with my hair with my weaves whatever so 
I would suggest you check her out. And if not, head over to her website. She has kits, like shampoo kits and things. You know, everything that you think of as far as hair, Sade could take care of you. So that's my black business. Period. I love to see it. I love to see it. Okay, well, thank y'all for coming and tuning in to, you know, our episode this week. We hope that you learned something new and you have another business to support always and forever. Yes, as always, you guys can follow us on all social media channels as Girlfriends Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can like us on Facebook, Girlfriends Pod. You can also go to our website and listen to this episode as well as all the other episodes Mm -hmm. at girlfriends.com. Um, be sure to follow us individually. I'm Sammy Approved on social media. And I'm at E Told You So. And that's that on that. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.